In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org. Now, this show not only brings you thought leaders from all over the world, but we also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the series, let me tell you what the series is about. Leadership Beyond Board is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. specific time. And if you miss us live, don't worry about it because we are on every major podcast platform from Apple to Stitcher, all over the net. Just look for Leadership Beyond Borders. And also drop me a mail. Let me know what you'd like to hear about on this show. You can mail me at Leadership beyond borders at gmail.com and if you're a leadership if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one regardless if your business is international or local make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure that you take away something useful for either your business or yourself and to now on to today's um, episode you know today's episode we're going to about talking something about a subject that really kind of I'm quite interested in because I'm one of those those people who leave customer feedback every place, okay? I don't care if it's on ratings or reviews, if I get a survey mailed to me, I pretty much do this all the time. And why do I do it? Because I feel customer feedback is important. And when I do it, I think I'm giving of the business information, insights and issues and input to about my experience with their company or their product. And I'm hoping this provides information and can help them guide improvements with their customer experience or also encourage them to keep on doing what they're doing right because it's not just about improvements it's what's the positive fact now by giving customer feedback it can be tiring also sometimes i get long surveys that seem to go on forever and i find myself struggling sometimes to decide if the experience was four stars or five stars okay um but there is one thing that i always wonder about you know when i do this what are the businesses actually doing with this now our guest today has found technology to help customers like me give feedback in a more consistent and easier way while giving businesses data that they can use to ensure companies give their customers a positive customer experience. Our guest today is Adam Alfia, a serial entrepreneur and founder and managing director of Real-Time Feedback. Real-Time Feedback is an award-winning customer engagement platform that allows customers and employees in stores, venues, companies to give feedback instantly and instantly communicate with their management. By using QR codes, customers and guests and employees can easily let management know not only about the issues and concerns they have, but also information from employees such as, and also things like recognition. Adam is a big customer service nut and can't stand when companies deliver a subpar experience. He hopes that feedback will help companies learn more about customer experiences as they happen and give the correct and pay attention to the correct issues. Now, Adam graduated from SMU in only 2.5 years on academic scholarship, and then he started a European auto repair shop motivated by a business plan assigned by his professor. Within five years, he expanded the auto repair facilities to four locations and sold them all in 2005 for 7.5 million payout over three years. So Adam, welcome to the show. 
um, you know, it's kind of exciting to have somebody on the show that also cares about feedback because it is kind of one of my pet peeves. And so, um, you know, you're a serial entrepreneur. Um, was this passion about feedback why you wanted to start to, you know, look into technology about it? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, uh, you know, the the other thing that I did after I sold the auto repair shops, I started a company called Maestro um, that is still in business. We have a national contract with four auto manufacturers, and it's sort of like OnStar, where you push a button in the car and uh, you get a live agent. And we do that for Nissan, uh, Mitsubishi, Subaru, and Infinity. And with those brands, whenever somebody calls and has an experience with one of our call center agents, and I'm sure you have over the years called up customer service uh, for a business, and right off the bat, within the first three, you know, three or four words that that other agent says, you know you're about to have a bad experience or a good experience. Mm-hmm. Just from the tone, you can hear people smile, et cetera. So for the last, you know, since 2005, you know, I've been really, really insane about making sure to deliver beautiful experiences when people call our call center and that when they hang up the phone, they go, wow, that was really, really a good experience. And I, I can't wait till I talk to them again. Yeah. So having that kind of mindset, when I go and I interact with a businesses, whether it's just picking up the phone and calling customer service at a company or I'm actually, you know, physically in a store. And I see that the way that people just interact with the customers, that really people, you know, the that art of caring has really died down in the last six or seven years for, in, in, in my opinion, numerous factors. But when I see that, it drives me crazy. But I know that the owner or the manager of that business really cares about the experience. There's just not a really good way to communicate uh, both bad experiences and a good experience as that manager uh, in, in an easy format. So that's why we built Feedback. And it's a really, it's it's the most it's the most fun I've had working in my career. Mm-hmm. Well, I you know I really like what you just said, the art of caring. Okay, um, because that really puts it. And you're absolutely right. You call one of those call centers, and um, you know, in in two words, you know, <laughs> before the two words they say on the phone, if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad. Okay. So, um, so that, that, you know, with that experience behind you, with the call center, you started this technology, but let, just in general, you said, you know, over the last six years, things have changed. Okay. Um, what, what, what has changed in this customer journey? I mean, why has it changed? Why don't we, why have we lost the art of caring? So several reasons. A, you know, for a long time in the golden years of customer service, you know, whether you were having a bad day or not a bad day, you know, the uh, the, the Disney experience, you know, as they call it, you don't care what that person kind of what kind of day that person's having. You want to get good customer service. So mm-hmm. you have to put on a smiling face. You have to speak nice. You have to, you know, make people feel like you really care that they're coming and doing business with you. And I think that now that so many things have gone online um, and purchasing uh, has uh, the online purchasing has dominated everything. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I think also the younger generation that grew up without really that face to face communication skills um, has really attributed a lot to it because, you know, reading facial cues, reading people's body language, et cetera, lets you know, you know, if a customer, sh- you know, shows up, let's say at a grocery store and you're in front of a cashier, they can tell if you're frustrated, if you're in a hurry, but mm-hmm. they don't really react any differently. They're just doing their job and they just want to get out of there. They're doing their nine to five and they're out. So, you know, you see what really when you have customer, when you have employees that are really shine above and beyond and they interact with you, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, how's your day today? But, you know, just try to, you know, really make you feel special for being there. Those really stand out. But much of the younger generation just don't have that skill set of making people feel comfortable and et cetera. I've got six kids and my kids, uh, I'm originally from Israel. And uh, my parents, you know, growing up, it was always, you know, when we go out, went to restaurants, we had bad service. It was always a spectacle. My mom would call over the manager and her <laughs> and her broken English demand that, you know, they give us another meal or something. Right. So I grew up with that and I did sort of the same thing. When I got bad experience, I'd raise my hand and say, I need to speak to a manager. And uh, my kids grew up with that as well. And uh, when they go out with their friends, let's say to brunch or whatever it is. 
and uh, you know they're having a subpar experience, and my daughter's with four or five of her friends, and then the waiter comes over, or the waitress comes over, and he goes, "Excuse me, can I uh, can I speak to the manager?" And her friends are saying, "What's going? On? What are you doing?" And he goes, mm-hmm. "What do you mean? I'm calling over the manager. I, I mean, you complained about your meal. You complained about your meal. We still haven't gotten half our food yet. I'm gonna <laughs> let the manager know." And they're like petrified. He goes, "No, no, no. We just won't come back, or let's leave him a negative review." He goes, "No. The manager needs to know about my experience, and if I'm getting subpar service, I don't want to pay for." you know, for meal that I'm not enjoying. Yeah. Hey, you know what, that, that's such a great example. And I have to, I have to laugh because, um, I just, um, I just had my 11 year old niece here for the summer in Europe and, um, I would do the same thing, Adam, you know, if something, and she'd go like, Oh no, this is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Okay. And I'm thinking, you know, what happened here? Is it, you know, is it that, you know, they're, they, we have not learned to talk to each other. I mean, is it because of the other technology and, and, and the kids are growing up on iPhones and chats and, and they, they, can't read the body language. Um, do you think that has something to do with it? I think it really has a lot to do with anxiety. They get mm-hmm. anxiety from being in a confrontational situation with another person face to face. And then we all, we, we call them keyboard warriors. You put them behind a keyboard where they're not interacting face to face and they'll let you have it. And they'll tell you about every single thing that they think is wrong with your business. But you know, you ask them face to face. And so I, I own a chain of restaurants as well here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And we used to have you know, we had a, a mandate that the manager would go and touch every table before a customer left. Hey, I'm the mm-hmm. manager just checking in. And it's happened to me when a manager swings by and the food really isn't, the experience isn't great, but they ask me and I still say fine because I might be with, you know, friends or mm-hmm. uh, business associates and I don't want to be that, you know, quote unquote Karen that's complaining. Yeah. Um, but it's really when they catch you off guard and when you're in the middle of a meal and so, you know, manager comes by and goes, Hey, how's everything? you're not really prepared to go into that confrontational mode because they kind of snuck up on you. Mm-hmm. However, if you give it a customer an opportunity to go, Hey, you know, I want you to tell me about your experience and I'm going to make it easy for you to do so. People are, when they're ready and they're more relaxed and they think about what they want to tell you in a digital format are much more likely a, to be honest mm-hmm. and B to tell you how, you know, you can improve their experience. But really what feedback does is not really just give you feedback to the business. It allows the business to fix that experience in real time while the customer is there. And that's mm-hmm. really the difference between, and I know we're going to get into some of this here later yeah. on, but that's really what we wanted to build is how do I not only just know that that, that customer XYZ had a bad experience, but I want to be able to fix it before they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's so important. And, and we're going to get into that and we're going to get into, you know, how your technology works, but um, real quick, I just want to touch on, you know, the, the, the giving digital feedback. Okay. So now, um, you know, we have ratings and reviews, okay, um, with stars, okay, whether it's on Amazon or whether it's on Google or whatever. And, um, you know, I, I, I like them, but I find them not completely effective because sometimes even as a customer, I struggle, well, is it four stars or five stars or is it three stars or is it four stars? Um, what's your opinion on these kind of rating systems? Well, the the... The good thing about having star ratings is that it's quick and easy. Mm-hmm. The problem with star ratings is it usually doesn't tell you what's wrong yeah. and how I can fix it. So, and and now if you've bought anything recently on Amazon, you know you have manufacturers that are offering you twenty dollars and ten. And I don't know how this is not, and it probably is against Amazon's policies, but a lot of businesses are sending out twenty dollar gift. I just bought something on Amazon and I got an, uh, a letter from the manufacturer separate, separate from my product that said, mm-hmm. Hey, we'll give you a $20 Amazon gift card. If you give us a five star and you send us a screenshot of it. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, can you really trust those? You know, cause if a business has a bunch of five stars and their product wasn't all that great, but I gave it to my daughter here, you want a $20 gift card to fill that out. And she did, mm. she gave a five star, but you know, now they're yeah. bribing people to leave. So you can't really trust that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Adam, we're going to take a short break, and I want to, I, when we come back, I, I just want to, 
I have a couple more questions on the the star rating system, and then I want to talk about what you're doing and and why it's different um, in giving feedback. So for our listeners, our guest today is Adam Alfia, and he's a serial entrepreneur and founder and managing director at Real-Time Feedback. And Real-Time Feedback is an award-winning customer engagement platform that allows customers' employees to instantly give feedback and communicate with management. And it uses smart QR codes, and we're going to learn a little about that after the break. And Adam is a big customer service nut, as we can hear. He's been talking about that, and he doesn't like when customers deliver a subpar experience. And he hopes that feedback will help companies learn more about customer experiences as they happen and give them a chance to correct these issues or keep doing the good things that they are doing. Now, if you'd like to learn more about real-time feedback, please go to www.realtimefeedback.com. And if you'd like to get hold of Adam, he is on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter under Adam Alfia, and that's A-L-F-I-A. So please reach out to him. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. So please go to www.cinda.org for more information. And Cinda does hold conferences. And their next live conference is held in Florence, Italy, October 6th. 16th to 18th. And to sign up for that, go to www.cinda.org. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Today, we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking about customer feedback and the customer journey and and how important that is and, you know, how, biz, how do businesses actually get information um, to help them improve or even help them keep doing what they're doing right. And our guest today is Adam Alfia, and he's a serial entrepreneur and founder and managing director at Real-Time Feedback. And Real-Time Feedback is an award-winning customer engagement platform that allows customers employees to actually instantly communicate with management and give feedback that counts. Um, We're going to get into, Adam, you know, how this platform works, Um, but you're also, you're also quite the customer service net, um, nut. Uh, You have, you know, call centers, another business uh, where you're providing customer service for the automobile industry. Um, So you certainly do know a lot about this. So let's, let's keep talking about this, this customer journey today. And um, before the break, we talked about these ratings and reviews. Okay. And um, you kind of said that they're quick and easy and, and that, you know, helps. Okay. But you really, people don't always leave info about it. You know, why, why is it two stars or, or why it's three stars? And I have one more question on the ratings and reviews. Um, is there any statistics um, around them that people really only tend to do it when they're really satisfied or quite unsatisfied? Because it seems like I th- see things, they're always like either four or five or one or two. Yeah. So in, in regards to, you know, capturing feedback, 
usually when somebody's really, really happy with a business and you have to be really happy, we'll go online and, you know, give them a good review or the, the opposite when they're really, really unhappy. Everything else usually is solicited. So people who are having an okay experience, you know, they're not going to, if I have three stars usually doesn't get anybody to go in and leave a review unless that business asks for it. So one of the things that we've built is not only, you know, a QR code system where you can leave management um, feedback while you're at the business and hopefully get a resolution, but we also um, built a interactive platform that if that business collects your information and it knows that you are doing business with that you know with that company that we send you out a text message within seconds of you finishing your transaction to let us know whether or not you're having a good experience and we do use a star rating but that star rating is is not for public reviews what we do is if you had a five star experience and you're saying yeah everything was great we can you can still let the manager know you know, how good you're, you know, about your experience, but that usually doesn't require a follow-up. So mm -hmm. what we do is we let you, if you leave a five-star, then we say, great, we're happy, we're thrilled you had a five-star experience. Can you do, you know, do us a favor and tell the rest of the world by leaving us a Google review or a Yelp review or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. However, if you leave, leave the company anything but a five-star, then we ask, you know, we say, we're, we apologize, we, we, ha you, we haven't provided you a five-star experience. Can you please let our manager, our store manager know you know, how we lacked and how we, you know, we didn't provide you that experience. And that generates a feedback that doesn't go into some database for somebody to look at and, you know, you know, try to analyze. It goes straight to that store manager in real time mm -hmm. and incites and, 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 and the store manager will respond to you. So we're trying to get you as soon as we can, as soon as you interact with that business to try to fix the issue. Because the, the way that, you know, traditionally how it works is if you had, a bad experience and nobody took care of it, you left and you're, you left unhappy. You're mm -hmm. either going to tell some friends it's going to fester. You're going to think about it more. I can't believe I got such bad service. And now you're going to start, you know, the, you start uh, telling your sphere of influence about that experience. We want to catch you beforehand, have a manager call you, turn your experience around. You say, you know what? Cause sometimes you just got to take blame. You know what? I'm really sorry you had a bad experience. My, I'm the manager here. Please do me a favor. Next time you're here, come ask for me and I'll take excellent care of you. And mm -hmm. if you tell somebody that, they're less likely to go and, you know, talk bad about you or put a negative review because you're you're owning up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, that, that's a great example. So let's just talk about that. OK, so I um, how does it work? OK, because I know that on your website, you kind of you kind of describe it as a web based feedback box, a feedback box. OK, and I, I had this in my image in my head years ago when we'd go in to a restaurant and you had those little cards on the table and I still think they have them some places okay where you'd fill it out and um, the waitress or the manager would look at it right away so talk to me about how the platform works yeah so and actually when you say that I, I actually saw one of those at a Costco <laughs> and I and, and I stood there for like half an hour while we were getting rung up I wanted to see if anybody stopped and that's just such an old school I mean first of all half half the population is losing their ability to write. I don't know if you ever saw that study that, you know, they're now n not teaching, uh, I think, cursive anymore in some schools. So I think we're, got, we're, got, we're going away from the art of writing and, you know, penmanship and all that stuff. So people don't write anymore. Um, just think about the last time you wrote a letter. You know? yeah. So to get people to do that and, um, and fill out a comment box is really, really hard. Number one. Number two, you know, we live in a digital age. Customers want... A digital platform. So the way the service works is, you know, we would outfit a uh, brick and mortar location with QR codes throughout the throughout the uh, the business that says, you know, uh, compliments or concerns. Let our management know, and we will respond immediately. So we let people know that, but by you know, scanning this QR code, and we make it super simple. There's no questions, and how would you rate your service? Or it's just an empty box that says. Tell us about your experience. And they just type out, hey, I've been here, you know, this is my third time here. I love it. Great job. Or, hey, I was just in your, you know, just in your electronics section. And the guy that was helping me really didn't want to really help. And um, he left and never came back. So now that would go immediately. Uh, we have an app specifically for management. They would get a push notification on their phone as well as a text message saying, you know, uh, Kimberly left feedback. 
and then they'd open it up. They see what the, the issue was, and then they can immediately respond saying, hey, Kimberly, this is the manager. I just got your feedback. I'm in the electronics section now. Come see me. I'll take care of you. So now they can fix that. Otherwise, I mean, what are you going to do? You could be walking around the store looking for somebody else. And it's, you know, I go to Home Depot all the time, and sometimes I'll walk around for five, six minutes looking for somebody to help me. And nobody, you know, everybody's, no, no, go talk to that guy. Or, oh, I don't help with that. It just got to the point where nobody wants to help anymore. Um, and it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that sounds so simple. And, and you know, I kind of like what you're saying, that there's no questions, because, um you know, one one of the things that drives me crazy is the, um, you know, I'm a frequent flyer on a very big European airline. I won't name which one, but you can probably guess. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but, you know, they'll send me these these feedback things and I'll be sitting there 20 minutes. And I'm thinking, when is the end of this? You know, <laughs> I just have one thing to say. So um, th- this, this, you know, this is great. You know, people can just put it down. So um, ha- do you have any stories like, you know, of, um, you know, uh, where it changed one of the customers where you implemented and, um, you know, kind of a, a testimonial or an example you could share with us of, of, a, of a, if it's an SME or an enterprise place that uses it? Yeah, so so we just recently um, we have a bunch of uh, car dealers that are on our platform, and uh, in the car dealers, either you get a text message as soon as you check out from the service drive, or we'll have the ones that aren't integrated. We'll have like a um, a hang tag on the rear view mirror when they pick up mm-hmm. their car from service, and it has a QR code and goes, "How was your experience today? Let the man let our manager know right now." And somebody submitted something. They brought in their car for an oil change, and they said, "Hey, my air pressure is low on my tires." Um, you know, can you please check it? So they, they did, and, you know, they, they, they did the oil change. The guy gets back in his car and his tire pressure still shows low on the dash. So the guy immediately wrote in, um, I don't trust you guys. You guys told me you guys charged me for rotating my tires and my lights still on and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I, uh, placed a, uh, order for an undercover for my car. I want to go ahead and cancel that. I'm never coming back over here. I don't trust you guys because he still sees mm-hmm. this light on his dash. The manager immediately hit him, uh, hit him back and said, Hey, this is the manager. Can I give you a call? And he, he gave him uh, he, he called the customer and said, look, you have to drive the car for 15 minutes. I'm sorry. The technician should have told you that it has to reset driver for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It'll turn off. And he's, and part of our platform is whenever you take care of a feedback, it automatically sends the customer a, a, uh, a text message that says, I hope I resolved your feedback. If you could please leave us a review and it takes them to a site that we own, ratethisbiz.com. If they give them five stars and it takes them straight to Google. So the guy wrote back through the platform because it's when, when you respond to a customer, they get a text message. So mm-hmm. He responded to the text message, you know, John, thanks for calling me. I really feel much, much better after you called me. And now I understand I got your review link. I went ahead and give you a five-star review on Google. Thanks for everything. And then, you know, the manager got as soon as uh, he leaves a Google review, we scrape it and send it to him. He goes, "Hey, you know, X Y Z customer just left you a Google review." And in there, he says, "At first, I thought they were lying to me. The manager called me, took care of it. I'm very, very happy now. Great place." But when you can capture that that experience, you know, who knows how many people that guy would have talked to you on the phone after you left mm. the dealership, saying, "Yeah, I just left my car. I just picked up my car from X Y Z, you know, dealer, and they lied to me." And now that's out there in the world. So yeah. now if you can capture that and, and take care of customers and let them know, hey, my technician didn't tell you, I'm sorry, I'll, you know, I'm making it right now. Yeah. And, and you know, if, you know, you think about, you know, customer satisfaction psychology. And um, obviously, if you're calling me back or if the manager's, you know, texting me back right away and trying to solve it, then the likelihood that I'm going to go on to, um, you know, ratethisbiz.com and, and, or to Google or something to put a pretty good rating, it increases tremendously. I'm sure right. the statistics say, yeah, that, that's great. So, I mean, yeah. that, good. I, 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 I wanted to talk on the, on what you said about the surveys. It, it drives me because I take surveys all the time just yeah. to see what we know, if there's anything ever new in a survey world. That's one of the things that people go, oh, we already have a survey program and we have to educate them the difference between our, our system and, and the survey program because we're not trying to replace a survey program. But I always comment on them. I said, hey, can you send me your survey so I can give you some pointers? Number one thing is they never tell you how long it's going to take yeah. or what, what, what step in the process you're actually in. 
So that way you, you, you'd like to know, okay, this is going to take five minutes, 20 minutes, etc. Number one. Number two, you should always put the comment box in the beginning because mm-hmm. if they have a comment box, it's always at the end. Yeah. And there's so many people that just drop off during that survey because there's just too many questions that they, you know, a lot more than they anticipated. And, you know, there is a phenomenon that once you get to a certain point of survey and you spend enough time, you just go in and start checking boxes to get exactly. to the end. <laughs> so now you're not getting real data. And the final piece of it is, and I'm sure since you filled out so many surveys, how many times has anybody ever called you or responded to you and wow. saying, hey, I, we got your survey. You know, we'd like to talk to you about it, how we can get because, you know, that they, they, they want to pretend like they care, but they really don't. Otherwise, mm-hmm. somebody be there responding to people and going, hey, we got your feedback. Sorry about the experience. You know, here's 10,000 bonus miles for, for next time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's absolutely true because you I just took one the other day that seemed like it went on forever. OK. And you're absolutely my my human reaction towards the end was check, 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 check. OK. You know what I mean? Just to get to to get through it. I mean, ab- really, really clear. And, you know, the other thing what I really like about this QR code and, and on your technology is um, I'm thinking about in a store or even on a website, and I'm going to ask you, you know, how it works um, on, you know, somebody who's doing e-commerce. Okay, we'll talk about that after the break. But, um, you know, but I don't know what the states are, the laws are in the states, but I know we have EU legislation that every single website has got to make sure that it's easy to give feedback. Okay, and um, even this same airline, I had to do something or do a claim the other day, and I'm on this website all the time, and it took me forever to find even where I could give feedback. Okay? Yeah, that, um, that's a, it's actually a, a new metric that we're starting to, to track called CES, Customer mm-hmm. Effort Score. How hard does that customer have to work in order to communicate with you and let them know about issues? And they have a strong correlation between CES and loyalty. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard about the um, the uh, phenomenon that if you have an issue at a store, it's called a, a service recovery paradox. That yeah. if, if you uh, if you're familiar with it or not familiar with it, the um, if you have loyalty to a business and they screw up and mess up, and you reach out to them and let them know, and they take care of it, you will be more likely to be loyal to that company that took care of it than never had an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that CES, um, that's measured quite a bit here in Europe. And um, it's interesting that how many people don't even, you know, even um, pay attention to the legislation. And um, they they do have a place here in Europe where you can complain about that, but that's a whole different uh, story. <laughs> but we're, we're going we're gonna to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about, you know, how this works when it, on a product level or in e-commerce, because we've been talking about foot traffic, okay? And, um, um, you know, a lot of stuff is done on, on the web today. And, uh, you know, and also talk about where you think we're going with all this, because I think this is great technology. Um, I would love to have this in some stores here when I walk in. I think it'd be super. And I'd like to see it, you know, what happens when it's on the web. So for our, for our listeners, we are talking today with Adam Alfia, and he's a serial entrepreneur and founder and managing director at Feedback um, at real time feedback and he this is a, a a great customer engagement platform we've just been talking about how it works with a QR code and giving instant feedback back to the manager and getting in touch with your customers basically adam that's what you're doing is um drawing that human communication between customer and company or manager and if you'd like to learn more about this please go to realtimefeedback.com and Adam himself is on Adam um, is on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter under Adam um, Alfia. Okay, and you can find him there. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest-growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold trainings, conferences, legislative white papers. Um, they do a series, a learning series on Thursdays, 17 CET. So to learn more about Cinda, go to www.cinda.org, and they are holding their next digital conference in Florence, Italy, October 16th to 18th. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. Um, borders, and I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and we're talking about the shift in um, the customer journey, giving customer feedback, um, and we're talking with uh, Adam Alfia, who's a serial entrepreneur and the founder and managing director at Real-Time Feedback, which is a really great platform that is kind of changing the face of how we give customer feedback. And so before the before the break, Adam, we talked a little bit about you gave the example of the car dealer and hanging the QR code in the car and, um, you know, the manager giving feedback and just kind of the, the process and the chain in in a store that has foot traffic. So, you know, since the pandemic, um, you know, e-commerce has increased. Um, we're seeing foot traffic again here in in Europe but you know we were all on the web okay so how does this work um on the web can you implement it to even um you know e-commerce shops or even products yeah so one of the things that you know is is I've noticed in the last you know probably 10 years is our attention span has gone down we can't stay focused on anything for very long, especially when it's a digital experience. So it drives me crazy. And I'm sure you've had the same experience when you're chatting with somebody online for customer service through their web chat is that I'll start looking at other tabs while I'm waiting for them to respond and doing other things. And then I go, oh, yeah, I'm in the middle of a conversation. So then you go back and they've already hung up on you because you didn't respond. <laughs> so what we've done is we've taken that experience and converted it into a text message because that's on your time and people are much more likely to respond to text messages. So you can actually start the customer service um, experience through their web platform and then put in your cell phone number and then we convert that experience and that conversation now to your text messaging. So you don't have to stay on a web page and wait for somebody to respond. It'll hit you on your cell phone. We're actually integrated into WhatsApp as, as well. So mm-hmm. for international outside the U.S. and uh, uh, and in Canada, we have WhatsApp for Europe, Mexico, et cetera. So if you start your conversation online, we then take it offline into more of a digital experience through your cell phone because that's what everybody wants anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how it works. We're, we're taking that experience and then converting it to your cell phone when you're online. So if I'm online, because um, if I'm online, so I text, I, I put something in, okay, I put some kind of experience in there, okay, um, and then you're going to take that off and then text me. Um, how is that driven? Is that AI driven or is that people driven or is, yeah, um, you know, is it predestinated subjects or keywords? No, so so our 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 core program, we do have an AI layer, but we find that customers love engaging with a real person way more than an AI layer. Now, if you're looking for where's my shipping, et cetera, yeah, AI mm-hmm. is easy to do. But if you really have a complaint and you want to talk to somebody, and 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 that's the key word is talking to somebody. You know, the 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 robots, or the AI bots, can only answer so many things before people get frustrated and said, this is not what I'm wanting. I want, I want somebody who has empathy for my issue to tell me, Hey, not a problem. I'm looking into it or I'll take care of it, et cetera, rather than just an AI bot responding with something that was programmed in to fit, you know, your, 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 
request, which is not really most of the time doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I and think so- there's a lot more frustration when when people have feedback to give you and it's a robot responding to you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I hate bots. Okay. It's just they make me crazy because it doesn't seem whatever I put in there, they give me something different than I want. So um, that's good. So how how is this? Um, you know, what's your experience with the brick and mortar um, online? You know, we we so we had this pandemic. Um, I, you know, I saw what was in the States also because I do go to the U.S. quite a bit. You know, everything was closed down. Um, you know, a lot of small and medium businesses did start offering services online, especially restaurants, but, you know, other industries also. Um, and they're, now they're kind of parallel. We're kind of in this this partly online, partly, you know, foot traffic um, how are they implementing it? Are they are are the SMEs grasping the technology? Because it seems like you know, it was kind of a long learning curve for them. Right. So what one of the things that we're doing is outside just having it physically in the store is if you have if you're you know the, one of the biggest trends was you know order online pick up in store where you mm-hmm. just pull up you know sit in that little you know sit in the parking lot and somebody brings it out to you. So what we're doing is actually QR code stickers on the package that when you pick it up, it'll say, is there any, you know, if you let us know if there's any issues with your purchase, scan this code and that generates a feedback back to the store where they can take care of your issue in real time. And we've done that with, you know, not only brick and mortar retail, but, you know, the the to-go business for restaurants and deliveries and all that really skyrocketed during the pandemic. So, you know, what we've done is we've, we've implemented these QR code stickers, same thing, where if you ordered a pizza, on the edge of the pizza box, it says, um, if your order is less than perfect, let our manager know. And when they scan that, you know, it generates a feedback where now you can tell the management, hey, you guys forgot this, or forgot that. And what we found is really, you know, most customers that have an issue with their to-go order, there's really no solution, you know, un- unless it's the next time. Hey, sorry about that. Next time you come in, we'll give you a free pizza. So, but that's really, you know, you're taking care of that customer. He's going to say, oh, okay, wonderful. Thank you for, you know, owning up to it and I'll be back next time. So that's really what, you know, our, our platform is really sh- uh, help businesses who are so reliant on that to go, to go business is really getting that customer feedback because nobody likes, if you've ever been to a fast food restaurant and they screwed up your order, <clears throat> it's really painful to call that store back, get a manager on the phone. Hey, mm. I just ordered a spe- and you guys forgot my fries. So, you know, this way it allows the customer to instantly communicate with the manager. The manager easily responds to the customer and our system not only uh, allows for that communication, but also allows a manager to put um, on your account a note saying next time you come in, just show this text message and we'll give you a free hamburger or whatever it is. Wow. I, I think that's brilliant. Okay. I need to have it on the to-go box. I mean, I, I can think of quite a few times. I wish I had that. So unfortunately, um, but that, that is, that is really brilliant. So, I mean, it, we're, we're moving in a direction um, and generally just on the customer service issue. Um, do you see any trends that maybe, you know, with with products like yours, the technology like yours, that that we can get back to a more customer centric service, you know, orientation during the break? You and I talked about that Europe is probably a little bit less than the U.S., um, but where do you see this, you know, going over the next couple of years? Yeah, so you know the the biggest thing that feedback has really shown a light on is accountability, mm-hmm. because ninety percent of of feedback that we get is is uh, personnel related, yeah. because uh, you know people drive your business. No matter what kind of product you sell, whether it's a car or you know a hamburger, it's the people that are delivering that experience that are responsible for you know the the success or failure of that experience. So we find that. When an employee and we did, we launched a chain of uh, a grocery stores chain uh, here in the U.S. And what we did was we put a QR code on every cashier uh, the, during the ring up and saying, "Let us our, let us know if our cashier is friendly today." And it was amazing how much that made a difference because employees know that <laughs> most customers that have a bad experience are not going to go find a manager 
tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, I just want to let you know cashier four is really rude or there was on their cell phone while they were checking me out. And that's happened to me several times when they're sitting there. It drives me crazy when they're texting while they're ringing me up. But, you know, it happens all the time. But most people just don't have enough time in the day or or care enough to go and find a manager, let him know that an employee is slacking off. But if you put a QR code right in front of their register and it says, let us know if our, if our, uh, if our cashier was friendly today and it goes straight to a manager and that cashier knows it, I promise you they shape up knowing that you have that direct line of communication very easily to their manager. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. No, that. That's brilliant. And, you know, an idea popped in my head when you were saying this. I'm going to come kind of with an off-the-wall question um, because earlier, you know, we were talking about, you know, you're talking about personnel and we're talking about Generation Z. And you said you have six kids. And I gave you the experience with, with my niece all summer just saying, oh, this is embarrassing. And we, you said something about confrontation. Um, do, do, you think, do you think this kind of feedback is going to – help that Generation Z um, as they come into the workforce be more comfortable with, with, with solving, you know, being more customer centric and not worrying about, you know, discussions or confrontation. Uh, what's your feeling on both a customer, you know, feedback expert and a father? Do you think we can get them in a direction? <laughs> different direction. Yeah. So look, at the end of the day, it's all about starting conversations and opening up things that are pain points. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I didn't mention is is a good a good portion anywhere from 25 to 35, depending on the industry, 25 to 35% of our feedbacks are from employee, <coughs> employees of the business. Ah. So employees, employees actually see things in a different light than a customer would or a manager would. And they also have a voice, especially now with the big quit it's so hard to not only hire mm-hmm. people but only retain them and when when you know somebody offers you another 20 cents an hour you know comp- employees are jumping ship to go live, work for another business but we found that if you give that customer that employee a voice and let them let management know about any things that could make the work work environment better they're very very happy to do so not only that that our platform allows for anonymous feedback as well. So you can actually push a button on our platform when you're submitting the feedback and uh, make your feedback anonymous. And employees love that because now they can they feel like they're empowered to let management know about other employees slacking off, about maybe some benefits that they like without the repercussion of you know being you know a complainer at the workforce. So that's really one thing that we always encourage is let um, when we launch companies, make sure your employees know that this is not just for your customers, but also for employees to let you know about things that, you know, you could be doing better as an employer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, if you go into the psychology behind that also, um, when the employees feel like it's okay to engage, uh, then they start to kind of learn that that's fine. Then it'll probably be easier for them to engage with, you know, themselves going forward. So, um, excellent idea. So we're getting towards the end, Adam. Um, really great insights. If you had one closing comment um, to our listeners, you know, on on the direction this is going or what they should be doing, what would that be? Well, there's two things I want to say. A, we 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 actually have a tagline: uh, give them help before they yelp. <laughs> so, you know, take care of them before it escalates out of control. People really appreciate that. And then number two, you know, a lot of people out there that have an issue with a business, if you don't do your part as a customer to let the business know how they can improve, it'll never happen. And, you know, most customers think that leaving a Google review is the way for them to get in touch or let a business know about issues when really we have seen that 99% of negative reviews that are left online that a business responds to and even takes care of usually never make it back off Google and it stays there forever. Mm-hmm. And if you're like me, I was, whenever I look at a business and decide if I want to do business with them, I always look at the negative reviews. I look at the one stars and what people said, mm-hmm. because I want to know what's the worst that I can expect here. And sometimes, you know, it's, pretty horrifying the things that businesses <laughs> do, but but the managers might not know that they're going on underneath the nose and, until they see that google review if they ever see it at all yeah our platform really puts it up front and center lets that customer let you know about you know about issues and you know positive things and opens up that dialogue for for a better um experience and relationship with that business 
Yeah, great, great, great. I like uh, help before they yelp. I like that tagline too. And um, great, well, really super stuff, Adam. Um, great technology for our listeners. We've been talking to Adam Alfia. He's a serial entrepreneur and founder and managing director of real-time feedback, which is a customer engagement platform that allows customers, employees, and management to engage with each other. Um, we've talked about how it works, uh, works with smart QR codes, um, and a simple solution, Al, uh, Adam, uh, brilliant, brilliant technology. And we know that you're a great customer service nut and can't stand when companies deliver a subpar experience. So we thank you for the efforts and helping drive us in the right direction. And if you'd like to reach out to Adam, you can go to Adam on Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter under Adam Alfia, and that is A-L-F-I-A, okay? And you can reach out to him there, but you can also go to the company website at realtimefeed.com and reach out to him there. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual trainings, conferences, does market research and legislative white papers focused on digital. And they also have a learning series every Thursday at 1700 Central European time. And their next live conference is a digital is the digital environment, and that will be hold, held October 16th to 18th in Florence, Italy. Um, Cinda also has an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups. It's a e-learning platform for startups and product managers to help them with product launches and help them succeed. So if you'd learn more about Cinda, go to www.cinda.org and tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And don't forget to tune in again next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.